0: it's kind of scary to be on record that's all i'm saying but like intro and outro hi i'm here uh just to announce that you're somewhere just to say just for the announcing side of it hi by the way i mean if you can do what you like to do but you can get around um Uh, just the announcing side. Oh, you better have something to say. I don't know. I restrict myself. Like I make myself like, oh, you're being on, you're being on record, or uh, oh, I have to do these. I'm, I scare myself. You know, I scare myself into shit. (laughs) I scare myself into a corner with things by not allowing myself the freedom to do what do what I want. Like I do that by ending this podcast a certain way. It's just that it's uh I'm closing it off a certain way and so it gets a bit more rhetorical. And I'm not a big fan of that, that but like rhetorical, but it's just I could I can make it so that I have to speak in a certain tone of voice and I don't even realize I'm doing it. But that's the whole point is that you don't really realize like it's just like what to some extent I'm just trying to apologize. Like, why why do I come at it from an apologetic like what i said wasn't wrong you know i need to just tell it more like it is like say what i'm thinking as if i'm in the room um yeah like and give myself i'm just not very patient i often criticize myself for what i'm doing that's what it is like in recent episodes i feel like maybe i'm more apologetic like i'm criticizing criticizing what i'm doing as if what i say is wrong It's really not like I don't and then the the fucking thing is, I have to pick back up on like where I was, because I have to make good on like, I, I don't know, or but I make myself do that. Like, I feel like I have to go back to the way I was just talking because of the way that I'm concluding the whole podcast, you know? like it's making it more that i have to be related to the previous episode just the more that it's a conclusion the more that it's a closure of things is the more that it's like now i have to i have to restrict myself to this pathway because it has to be continuous or i'm just like setting up all these rules for myself like i'm just not that great at ending a thing or so like i come at it like like i have to address that i'm just like ending something and to me that's sad Maybe it's just because I'm stressed out about ending something. This is just how pure of spirit I am, though. But it's always like your endearing spirit. Like, I really just don't want to be in somebody else's story. Like, I don't want to be someone else's hero or whatever. I get worried at the point that I have to invoke a citation of some kind, like even my own, even things that I previously thought. I'm like, oh, God, you're invoking a citation. I get freaked out like about repeating something and that's just bizarre i don't think that has anything to do with anything besides that that's just a problem i have like i get freaked out about citing something that happened before i don't know why it's irresponsible but like it's not that it's not that much of an extreme either like i can cite a thing that's also just like now i'm becoming the person that can't cite a thing from before for because that's an easier storyline like sometimes you have to figure how you would figure into other people's stories like i just really don't want to be a story for somebody but it's always your it's always like your endearing spirit or your perseverance like it can never just be that you <laughs> Or doing something, but it can never just be like you're doing a thing and then, I i don't know. And obviously it's like through, these are things that I see it as. Do you know that this is how I see it? Because I'm going into this like, you have to have the mindset that you're telling it like it is. So that you cut through the bullshit of you apologizing for yourself. But like the problem is that things are more complex than you would Than that you would be able to look at a situation and be like, oh, confidence. And confidence will take me there. Confidence will do it. You can just superimpose confidence over every situation that'll get you to your goal. Like, there's something kind of devious and shitty about confidence, right? What is it about, what is it about, like, it's just a, it's a crutch. It's a crutch that people are like, let's go, let's fall back on confidence, (laughs) It's such a crutch because you can use that to get yourself out of any situation, but it just has to do with like the way that it is. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, because things aren't so sad as that they are. The problem with you being sad is that you're not recognizing that you could just be funny about it sometimes. You know, that's what people are saying about confidence. (laughs) That's what people are saying about confidence. And also people get into this mindset of like, oh, if you're talking about funniness and the horror associated with it, then you're becoming a psychopath. And also people are like, people use the word psychopath to back people into a corner because, oh, if you have a path that we can't define, then uh, you're a psychopath. You're like, oh, you have. You could potentially be on a number of paths. Like, it's not just one path that we know the path. You're a psychopath if you are creating your own paths. We don't know what path you're on. Uh, people act like they have a right to your path. Sorry, that that's the way that it works. It's sad that people think they have a right to your path in society, but it's just the word. And I think we're overdoing it, right? What is it about uh, that we need this thing? Society, it's a crutch, like confidence is. Confidence will get us through it. Society, well, it's just that we need to figure out. But it's always like figuring out is associated with this dumb dumb dumbass fucking word. (sighs) Like, it's just an idea. It's just like an ideology. It's a crutch the same way that. Like it'd be great if there is a solution. I think that positivity and love is a similar thing that people use it as a crutch sometimes because it's really like not that anybody, not that it's bad that anybody uses that. They mean the right things. Everybody, people have good intentions. That's why they invoke positivity and love. To be like, we are on the side of good intentions over here, but people do it so flippantly that it's like uh uh you can write, you can easily write off a person who's mean because they're not on the side of positivity and love like like we are because it it's often the case that being on the side of positivity and love is goes hand in hand with like good presentation like a, be having the appearance of being positive like the people that have to inflict that on you are interested in the appearance of love i mean that doesn't that's not to take away from what love does it's just that uh it's just that things become manufactured at a certain point like when it's i it's when it's an idea that's been recycled too many times people just start using it for more manufactured purposes like positivity it's it's basically just thoughts and prayers like and the amount that we malign that phrase, like thoughts and prayers and hating that. But people th- people have risen to a be above that is all I'm saying. Like I'm not good all the time. I'm not good. sometimes I'm just sometimes I'm just in my own head. like if I can't be on it all the time, it's just that I'm not I'm I'm dragging myself to be on it all the time. And that is unnatural because I'm not a person that's on it all the time. I'm not on things. That's what's weird. Like, there's just things that don't add up about my situation, me recording this podcast. Like, seriously, it's just that, like, I, I'm just never on board with what I'm doing, really. But it's, it's whatever. That doesn't make me a story. That doesn't make you a story like, oh, your spirit for persevering through, even though you endure it, even though that was the case it's just like nobody lets somebody be a person it's always about their endearing fucking spirit and it's about the creativity that somebody comes up with like and like it's about the creativity like a creative mind a creative genius when it's like you really 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 don't have to be a genius to recognize problems with society like like first of all the need to guide everything through a term like that but it's just that like the idea that society is so perfect that people wouldn't be able to see flaws like it's this human whatever it is whatever the organizational structure is it's just some man-made thing and obviously it has flaws like you don't have to look very far you don't need to be creative like you don't need to like, oh, wow, there you must have really psychedelics really help you be creative or caffeine helps you be creative. How do you know? How do you say that? How do you say things about when it's like um, creativity? creative you oh you really had to be creative to notice that like society is structured a certain way obviously there's structures like since it is a thing that's created and there's all these people like trying to maintain different corners of it all over the place for themselves to maintain their property lines for money to protect themselves it's pretty uh, all you have to do is open your eyes to see that there's flaws in an or in the organizational structure like you just have to ask yourself is it a version of an organizational structure that we're creating like people are also i don't know that i would need to drag myself in front of a camera either like i'm i don't know that that's for me i need to i need to try to talk myself down from doing that uh in some respects but in other respects it's like oh why not in other respects it's like oh why wouldn't you videotape yourself but in some respects like i I don't, I have trouble promoting my thing that I'm doing. Like I'm not, I don't have a promotional spirit and it's kind of like I have trouble encouraging myself to do the thing that I'm doing even like I'm not on board with it. And that's not like, that doesn't mean that I don't want everybody else to be completely on board with it. That doesn't mean that I don't want to be invincible. You know, I want to be completely invincible. And it sucks when things aren't that way, right? It sucks when there's no such thing as invincibility. Like there is, but it's reserved for the idea. Invincible. And age is a construct. It's just anything that I would think. I've been thinking about like, oh, it's been preordained. Some of the recent episodes I was doing, I was thinking about them too much in advance. It was too predetermined. Which is defeats the purpose, but it's like it'll get that way the more that you're trying to protect a property, you know. And it's just that things are better when you imagine them than when you're actually doing them, because it's not like it's nothing. The things that I'm doing and saying, it's not like it's nothing to put out content or whatever. Like it's better than nothing that you or anybody would do that. Like um, I forget the point. But the point, you know, and like that things aren't embarrassing. It's just that people think that they can get somebody on being a lunatic if they're not. But it's only if you agree to that. It's only if you agree that somebody is like you were embarrassing. Like, I don't think I I don't think in reality there's much to worry about a person that would call you. Too out of reality. Because why would you agree to the reality where they're calling you out of reality? That's on you you shouldn't do that it's just like the world and uh i just want the freedom to speak on whatever i want whenever it comes into my mind like you would have to be worried about if you were trying to make it so that i couldn't say anything like maybe i'm not the kind of person you should tell a secret to probably but there's just certain things about people that they will do all the time and sometimes you can be like 100 you can be like hindered in doing well you just have limitations you're hindered from them your entire life like it would be great to be invincible it'd be great if i could imagine like i'm math new math property i i destroyed math with my mind like that'd be cool but like i'm not um it's not realistic like (laughs) i'm just telling you watch out Uh, whatever it's not but i i like that doesn't stop me from doing it. it doesn't stop me from making it like that doesn't stop me I'll still try to make the YouTube videos even though I'm not necessarily a person that promotes myself but that's just like the thinking that you're not going to do it or like you're too no you're always it's that always has a lot of weight doesn't it the like the reality of your current situation what it looks like like you're not famous now that's why we attribute so much influence to famous people is because they had to overcome a time when they're like not famous but the problem with fame is that it's like uh uh like well okay so let me cover to you why would I want to be famous since this is something that's like this is something that you would admit it's not something you'd have to admit but I think I already said it anyway you don't want to admit everything not everything is free like you have to watch out for what you say you can't just you can't just say anything at any time too you know it's difficult but it's difficult out there it's difficult out there in the world um and it would be easier if i could um stay on a chain of thoughts so i could deliver my point that's what's sad for me it's like i'm losing the thing as it's happening sometimes you know but um And then here I am. Like, you have to explain a point. I'll just get back to it. You having to explain a point that can be sad for you. Defend your point. Explain yourself. That can be sad. You lost something, like you lost something, you know? As if there isn't more for you to say right now at this moment. You have to find what you were saying. Like, I have to cite previous. Like, as if it's not going to, as if you're not going to speak about what's important to you if you just allow yourself to do it. As if you're going to forget. But I mean, as long as I'm already doing this, you know, and this is whatever, it's like, should I, but it's great. This is vintage, you know, this is vintage, what I'm talking about. This is vintage, whatever the fuck I'm on about, you know, it's pretty vintage, but it just becomes that like a rhetoric as long as it's, um, and so what's better than talking about identity all the time is not talking about it anymore. And, um... It's just difficult to be on record, really, like, but overcome the difficulty of it. That's what I'm saying about famous people. Being famous is like um, entering a club or like uh, you have to. The whole thing is the whole thing is like you get to a certain level where you're famous enough. But it's like you, you have to pass the test. You have to pay your dues on the way up. You have to put in the work. And then eventually, you're famous, okay, and then you realize what it is. Like, it's probably got the same payoff as being in an, it's like an elitist club, being a famous person, but people don't realize that, that it's like a club. You, it's like, uh, but it's kind of like once you get there, it's like any drug or formula that you realize that it's not. But more so than that like the nation kind of has a problem with dolly Parton. you know it's like nation has problems with these things that are seeped so far into our con our consciousness that it's like uh they're they can never be defeated and um something else is that and i have a few things to talk about here um as long as i realize that i'm just talking about them then i can then I can give myself time to say them. And uh it's just that like oh now you're on record. Ooh, now you're on record. It's just you know it'd be better than being on record is not being on record. And that would be what would be better about that because and that's something that Joe Rogan is getting at. That's what Rogan's saying, you know. His podcast is all about the stories of the people that are on a show, but he's like, you know, it's better than the... It's unrealistic, a talk show format. Don't you see my show where we just talk? This is how people talk. But it's like uh, Joe Rogan show is um, also unrealistic because people don't face each other and talk for three hours in a row either, like when they hang out. <laughs> so there's also there's also that problem like that also doesn't happen in reality it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to go after Joe Rogan like um I just wish that I could explain better like a state it's just it's just better to explain from a state of where you're not trying to impress an agenda on people and I feel like that's what I get into when I just that's what you get into if you just invoke the Rogan show I don't know why it's a fascination. This country has Joe Rogan is making it so that he's a fascination for this country. There's like, um, but what I I just have a number of things to say, and they're lined up, and I don't want to forget any of them. I don't want to leave any of them out because the truth is, I make a podcast like this because I want to share things. I want to tell you all about these things. Like, don't you know about this? That this is happening. I want to tell you about it. And so, if there's a moment where I'm just sad about. Uh, like a way I deliver it, then that defeats the purpose. And I'm not even speaking to what I'm doing. I'm just telling you that I go to listen to white noise and to in my headphones for uh, when I do the recording for this podcast. And they give me all these ads that are related to it when it's like, really, it's not they give they give me all these ads that are like, oh, take a big restful breath. Oh, and whatever they're promoting is maybe someone else's channel for doing that sort of thing. Or just they're like, Oh, you know what, because you're listening to white noise, you have to be doing this. And it's really like, it's not about that, whatever ads, you don't know why I'm getting into this business of listening to white noise. Like, it's really not about the thing that you think it is. It's not about like, the restful breath i need to take or that i'm trying to relax like why does why is everything about getting everybody into the mood of the thing they're already doing right now and it's just that you have advertising and the reason that teams win in march madness is because they i think i just like it's hard for me to overcome a tone of uh Lowercase caseness because i'm ending something whatever but the reason that teams win in march madness is because of a mentality that they have that they that keeps working for them it's because of a mentality it doesn't it's often the case and it's easier for them for it to be about a mentality that the team has when there isn't things like a crowd to intervene when it's like the When they're more in control of what they're doing, they're not influenced by a crowd. They're influenced less by a crowd, or the teams would see it more in themselves to decide. Like uh, it just depends on a mentality that they have sometimes, in a way that that works against their, like the chip on their shoulder, like what people see about them, and it keeps working as long as that's the case. Like I'm watching, um, I'm watching Oregon State beat. Loyola Chicago and everybody thought Loyola Chicago was going to win and because we're like well Oregon State that's a great run we keep trying to end it for them we're like okay great you won the Pac-12 tournament you're gonna lose in the first round to Tennessee but like there's a there's just a mentality associated with the team that probably is why they keep winning because they keep they're they're able to come out and do that. I think that I think that it's a mentality that they have is why they end up winning because people keep writing them off and then they keep so then that allows them to carry on the way that they were before. And like I'm just not giving myself a lot of credit like I'm this is a losing fight it's hard to end something this is like I'm on the road seriously this is it's a losing fight to end a thing it because you just get more rhetorical it has to be like it and finish it this way I'm on the road I'm going swimming upstream it's difficult for it to not be like a lowercase uh, tone but it just has to do with um just has to do with being on record it's like better to not be on record you would rather. Because like, um, what's better than a set of what's better than a set of stories or having to say it is if you didn't ever have to say it and then people bought that without you ever having to do any of the work. Like if if the presentation was uh, completely minimal, like there's zero presentation involved, and people believed that that was possible. But like like um, if Joe Rogan was. Like, you take that to its extremes, like really minimal, keep keep reducing what this means. What would be really great is if nobody was on record ever, and then people loved the story of you. What would be really great is if people bought a story without there being, like, money tied to it or it having to be documented or something. Like, what would be really great is if things were great and people could be invincible, you know, that people could have stories that it wasn't, like there's some amount of like people buying into it because of the documentation i mean people make a community around things that are well documented and well identified obviously (laughs) and like it's just that there's this mickey mouse tournament is what people are saying about this march madness tournament and what's funny is that it every one of the march madness tournaments is a mickey mouse tournament and that applies to all of them. It's not just this one because this one is more whimsical. This one is more whatever. Like, March Madness has always been that. It's it's uh, colors and numbers and lotteries and likelihood and probability and like fantasy. It's, it's just a bunch of fun and entertainment. It's just a casino. It's just a giant lottery. It's very Mickey Mouse all the time it's always been that is what i'm telling you um and it's just that this country has problems with like dolly parton that that i hear a headline today that they're like dolly parton has a new ice cream flavor like oh no it can't be true no way that isn't happening that's not possible i'm gonna fight for that not being true that can't possibly be a thing like, no way. That is so new in my life. My. Thank you. Because Dolly Parton has a new ice cream flavor because she's just stuck here with us. But it's like Mickey Mouse. We This country has a problem with Mickey Mouse, really. He's like so far into our consciousness. But it's just kind of like you end up being it, certain things end up becoming emblematic of what your mission statement is like America is has a problem about fantasy it's like a Mickey Mouse set of ideas that would tell you that fantasy is right there like but you actually have to do a lot of work you have to go on record a bunch of times to be have a be one of the people that were like oh we love your persevering story it, it's a lot of work but but what would be really fantastical is if you had if you did none of it and you just people bought into your imagination just for you doing nothing but like that's what would make you invincible like but the country just has a problem with mickey mouse mickey mouse is in their consciousness (laughs) like like literally he's too far in there he's so far and it's it's we would speak back out that this is like a mickey mouse tournament it's just us coming to terms with the amount that mickey mouse is already defining us in so many ways and it's a it's problematic but it's like america has this problem with making things numbers and money and but it doesn't it doesn't matter that it's money i'm just trying to come up with a term that's like better what's outside of money uh, I would like to come up with anti-currency. I want to know what that's like. I feel like that's what could undo currency. Isn't there a way? Isn't aren't there things better than money? Doesn't money have a lifespan as an idea? Are there things better than money? The only thing that could undo money is if um, we came up with anti-currency that people somehow made a community around hating, hating the things like if we made anti chase bank and people put money into that to sway public sentiment for all we hate this thing then it might defeat whatever it is that we project onto things for making so much money and being so documented in our lives like maybe maybe we make the anti-economy it's composed of it's composed of not youtube not google not tesla and We just sway public sentiment the other way because why? Because it's not like unlikability isn't a thing. It's not like that doesn't exist. It also doesn't correlate directly to likability. That's why they have disapproval and approval ratings for the president. And they don't, they're not like always doing the same thing. It's because you, if you have, if you amass both likes and dislikes, this is a different character trait than amassing none of either of them or or amassing one but not the other. And okay, so let me let me give you a documentation. It's just uh no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter. Never mind. It doesn't matter. I'm not always on it. I go back. I'm indecisive. I go back to explain something that I'm like, "No, no, I don't want it." I'm not on it all the time. I'm not like, "But I don't know. People want a mentality where it's like decisive or at least that's what they've been sold on." but it's kind of like we want a person to be sold on is why we need somebody with the best story. And then so people are like, I need to have this background, not that they do it intentionally. People just do what they want. But some people, they fit the mold of being able to have a well-documented story and that's what makes them successful. It's not like nefarious intentions that people become famous, you know. But fame is like a... Fame is like a club that if you get there, probably, it's probably like any other thing that's like a drug or a a formula that it's like you can be under the influence of this fame thing that you didn't have before. Because the reason that I want to be famous is because I don't know what it's like, really. That's why I want to be famous, because it's a club. You're like, oh, I want to know. But it's just not, not all clubs are worth you pursuing. It can't be freedom, do anything, pursue anything. So there's room for definition in the world. And... There's room for definition. There's room for ending. There are endings. Like, this is, I could speak my way about whatever I wanted completely, endlessly, but it doesn't defeat that this is an ending, you know? I can't, I could talk like this isn't me ending something for as long as I wanted, but it's still like defined a certain way. It still ends. Things still end. St- things still finish, you know? This is what I battle, but I just, I just uh, need to do better things in my life things aren't always sad things aren't always happy but the thing about sadness is that when you're sad you think that um it always has to be like that that's it's one of the pervasive scary things about sadness sadness is kind of scary because it can trick you into thinking that you're always going to be sad forever like biologically chemically but this is something that sadness does uh a little bit um i was watching something shock, and i was watching something shocking today and you can watch something shocking. You don't even know you're watching something that's shocking is one of the things that YouTube provides. It's just like a new thing that happens in the world when it is something interesting. Nobody knows that it is. You have to wait. It's kind of like how Kanye West is our, our favorite son, you know, but it, we have to wait till like 10 years later to figure that out. <laughs> we're like, oh, you actually were really great for that because at the time... At the time people don't know it really they're like oh this is another guy making albums you know people don't know it at the time and um you have to wait till later but like youtube provides you that you can do this continually uh that you don't recognize nobody recognizes what's interesting when we make everything about fantasy or we think that fantasy is very achievable like that's not to say that you shouldn't pursue it it's just that like the country maybe overbalances the amount that it pursues fantasy is why we have a problem with Mickey Mouse it's just like some things make you you're out of whack in a certain area if you have an addiction that causes you to be disproportionately drawn to one th- toward one thing which America does with fantasy but that's just cultural that's just people have characteristics you America as a country has characteristics but America is like the pandemic happens and um we're like oh we make that a fantasy for ourselves too like we're like oh this is storyline we're like don't you see all the numbers and (laughs) don't you see that we're doing very well in the area of the pandemic we have lots of numbers lots of deaths lots of sickness we have very high numbers in this area and the rest of the world's like hey america is a disease like America, it's a disease. Do you want to quiet down for a second? this The whole point is that a disease, you can't even make that not a fantasy. This is America, ah. But like the world is just a fun neighborhood if you want to make it that. We're like, oh, that's... America's always doing that where they're romanticizing and sensationalizing everything. America, it's a disease. It's not for you to make it your fun thing where you have the most success in it. Because America is like... But it's it's whatever. Hey, it's actually just a disease, America. Hey, it's not for your thing now that you. But. <laughs> But we have the most numbers in it because we make it, like, political and our political system. It's also assumed that, like, we're on... But we're on the cutting edge of entertainment is, like, we're on the cutting edge of politics. But, I mean, the rest of the world buys it. So what else... What position is America supposed to be in? That they buy our pop culture more than they buy anybody else's? This is what makes America what it is. Is that they tell you they're the greatest country and people... Don't refute it. There, Nobody comes up with something better. So as long as that's the case, but like people can come with, well, actually England, but I don't know. I don't, what is England? Any country. Nobody's making that argument like, well, actually Nigeria is the greatest country on the earth because all countries are equal. Nobody's saying that. Why? It's like Iran. There are some countries that they reach this level of like America is illiterate about them that they like become a myth like like to talk about um like turkmenistan or something like kazakhstan like that's something that you did would be relevant in kazakhstan kazakhstan whatever that something you did would be relevant in Iraq is like such a joke. It's like how illiterate people in America would be to the culture of Iraq. That something you did would be relevant in Cameroon is how is how condescending America is. Where there's some countries that reach this level that we're like, oh yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> because there's America is so condescending. <laughs> whatever Cameroon is, I don't know. But seriously, that's just the way that it is. And it's just, um, I forget the point that I was making. I'm shocked that I can, I'm shocked at myself for being able to do this. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm saying, but like I, it's this a losing battle today. Maybe it's just today, but all that I need to think about, it's just difficult when you're on record, you know, and People affect each other, also, like, people are surprised at what, that things, people affect each other with what they say, you say things, and it affects other people, and, like, people impose their shit on each other, people do it in my apartment complex, people, certain people in my apartment complex around me, they yell more than others. And then it makes me more paranoid about my surroundings. Like that happens in reality, but I can make it so that I get backed into a corner and act like I have this paranoia problem when it's like, well, some people are just mean and it is troublesome for you to deal with the anger of people that are (laughs) near you. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't like uh, anger but to some extent, you get angry that you're loud enough that you make a voice for yourself just because you want to be heard. You're making that statement like I am to be heard. There is this is a contentious environment because in reality, it's not so agreeable like people you don't you're not friends with the people around you when you if you don't see them all the time. Like it's not fun, but people make it so that they're best friends with the people that they saw twice that they that they exchanged yeses and noes with like the greetings in the hallway people pretend for storyline in their head about like, I like that guy. Like he's, we're friends for always when it's like, you're actually not, that's you're not, and you make it a point to not be like, you're not hanging out with that, with them for reasons. Like you're making, you're being private unnecessarily. Like maybe that's, maybe that's a reason for what ends up being a contentious environment is like, a society that impresses on everybody the idea that we're not, like, uh, we're not around each other, like, oh, people like to be alone, or that that's just what, that's what, that's what should happen. It's just that there is authority to try to silence the voices of uh, people that would speak out, try to silence people that would speak out against the authority, like the social constructs, the society, whatever is already in place, you know, and like it's just the case that you should be around people i would say that's part of what i'm speaking to this whole podcast is like i'm actually alone in my apartment (laughs) for well at the beginning i was living with my friend ted and now i'm not anymore because he moved to denver colorado what an asshole but it's like i have real things in my life and then i never speak to that but that's kind of like conservative radio show hosts they're never like they're never like my wife you know it that's the thing about those kind of people is that that kind of thing hap- that kind of thing follows with that kind of person when you get that kind of person then that kind of thing follows But like what I'm saying to you is I'm this kind of person that it's like I met a certain set of qualifications. Like I've like, but for other people, as long as I'm on record, like as long as I'm on record, then this makes me a character, right? Uh, Like this is something you're buying into. Like this is something you give up. Sorry, Britney Spears. This is what the country siphons off all of her youth and dignity for is because we're like, sorry, the world doesn't work like that. You can't just bust on the scene because you're the girl next door. We like we understand you already. And we're going to siphon off all of your fame through entertainment weekly shows and whatever the paparazzi will do our bidding for us and bring us your youth and whatever because the, I mean, but like, That's what people do with the Britney Spears of the world. When people are on record, you're giving something away. And this is not brought up often. But like Amanda Bynes, Britney Spears doesn't know that she's selling herself away when she does that. And but like, (laughs) but Amanda Bynes has to support a show that's nationally televised with her name on it. So we're like, oh, Amanda Bynes, I don't doesn't matter what you were and now you are funny for us for the entire country go make it work and this is we have to keep ratings up like and this has your name on it and then she is a real person real life where she's amanda Bynes, a person and then she has to deal with the commodity of like the entitlement of the name that everybody else in the country has identified her with this like couple of characteristics about her that she had because she had to format herself, but, um, it's, it's cool. It's, it's whatever, like, but people are, people should be around each other. This is what I'm saying about this podcast, you know? is that people should be around each other. I'm trying... I'm alone in my apartment. I'm trying to come up with reasons for why. Why is society... Why has it come to this point that I'm alone? Like, only recently in my life, for whatever reason, because I'm stupid, dumb, gullible, naive, easily manipulated. Seriously. And, um... Like, I don't... I didn't realize to this point that I like to be around people. And so, like, um... Because the introvert-extrovert debate is like, it's totally about introverts, you know? This is a societal thing where we put the onus on being alone, like, that it's better to do that, or we like the storyline of that, the reality of the people saying that they're alone, because that's easily, it's easier to accept when people take themselves out of the picture, you know? That takes pressure off of you. It's an easier storyline to accept on a mainstream level than that people are putting themselves out there to the point that they might be too contentious for somebody else or, but like, uh, no, I don't know. No. I mean, some, some things I'm saying are bullshit, right? <laughs> so they're, they're bullshit. I'm just trying to come up with, um, there, there's a number of things I say that are bullshit, but it's like, it's not bullshit as I'm saying it. Like I have a point. It's just that like when you try to, It's just that when you try to defend yourself for the intention, you always are right, you know? You're always right as long as you keep pursuing that, like, this is my intention. It's just that the way that it works is people see that you're wrong or whatever. But it it doesn't matter. Obviously, people are wrong. I don't need to buy into that reality where I'm wrong. Fuck that. Like, I need to explain. I need to realize, take a minute to relate myself to that I'm wrong and think about when I'm wrong. I'm wrong sometimes. I have a blind spot. It's horseshit, the reality of me being wrong. But I'm just trying to come up with explanations for why it has come to a point in society that I'm just saying all this on a podcast. So it's like, um, for some people, like if I carry on a podcast, I should probably do it with other people because I don't, well, only be, only because of my happiness. But it's like, you're, my happiness isn't that great. Like, that if I failed to protect myself in every situation, and then that was to the benefit of everybody else for looking at me for being embarrassing, then that's not bad either, is one reason why it's not all positivity and love, is because when people make an ass of themselves and speak out a turn, they are the person who's talked about the most later on and they didn't provide any love or positivity like the people who you're like oh that guy doesn't get it when they're like ah they just don't get it they're being shitty but like people are shitty in a social situation because of they're disproportionately acting one way like they uh present a mental like they present a tick that's like oh they're doing that too much because probably because they're just trying to they think that they have to do this one thing all the time or they're living by a label or something like that that's like, oh I have to do this and this is what makes me accepted, you know, because people have things that they don't see. But like um, so then that makes them a creep in a social construct, social setting. People become a creep or they're like the people that are embarrassing themselves the most, um, They provide a lot of love and positivity, right? Like that they were like what that we find meaning in people's embarrassment and shit like that. It's just that it's just that you people take love pretty lightly at this point, the amount that we've the amount that it's been produced, the amount that people take it as a commodity, because that's that's what America will do. Uh, is what the people who hate america are always on america about like oh you'll just take anything and just make a buck off of it like, who f- who fucking cares though but they do that with love too they took love and because love is the greatest right i mean who doesn't love that but i mean it's a sad state of affairs america can take any idea <laughs> <laughs> and just make it this produced thing where everybody is just invoking, you need to be positive to pr- to promote a positive environment because we're like progress progression of society, we will evolve to perfectness. But you know what? It's sad that things aren't that great, and especially not right now. Like maybe they would be in the future. but like, you can't make a perfect state of affairs out of one that's pretty plain and straightforward. Like your situation is pretty plain, right? In most case, in some cases, for celebrities, like a celebrity is still just a person, but they just had this giant con where they're like got accepted into the celebrity of the fame club that they sold it's just that some people are persuasive enough that they can buy they can get their way into the fame club if they're but if you're like inherently that if you're already headed in that direction if that's already what you are you're already defined by famous like some then you would find it in yourself to connect yourself with fame like eventually but like if you're already headed there If you're already headed there but we don't give credit to like where we're already headed we think that things are ending a lot you know we think that things are ending we think that the best of somebody's work is behind them and then we're like su- we're like surprised when somebody does something good like the weekend's latest album we're probably all writing the story like he's doesn't all right the best of it is behind him but it's like somebody like Kanye West that they just keep making something new because they weren't concerned with the... They weren't ultimately concerned with the public image enough that they were selling out for that. But... Like... some saying The Weeknd's latest album, like, oh, that was good. But it's kind of like... You see it... Even though you could pass that off as, like, oh, that's a pop album from a famous pop person. It'd be, it would be easy to pass it off also as a nothing... But um, you can just tell when somebody has, when it's like, uh, they're still cool. They're still good about it. Like, whenever you watch Big Cat and PFT, they're always like on the up and up. They're always funny, pretty much. Like, they always, anytime that I stop in and look at what they're doing, they're still like funny about things. And that's what matters, is being funny. But I'm saying like, I, as a person, as a character is like, because I'm on record, it's like I met, I meet a certain set of standards or like I check this box, this box based on what I actually believe. It's like, oh, I believe this and I believe this and this and this. But I, it's kind of like, as long as I'm on record, you can be like a character that other people see it as that, like, oh, what if other people imagining, what if there was a person that believed this and believe this and believe this, this, and this? but like hopefully i'm a person that i believe all of those and then there's like this box that most people do this but then this last box like but what if there was a person that did all of this but then did but they also believed in this thing but as a character like uh but as a character but they also believe in this thing but like as a character and then that's then that's funnier than if i was the thing that you thought i would be right then that's funnier than the person that you because it's a funnier character is one you were less expecting and so maybe i met one box too many is hope is hopefully the hope for anybody that talks about anything that's hopefully the hope that's what you want and you checked one box too many. That people are like, oh, what if there was a guy? But then they did this, and then they, but then they also believed this. Then that would be funny to people. That would be funny if, if it was that, cool, right? <laughs> Nifty, right? I'm not that fun. I'm not that great. You know, it's like being on record. There's something that gets compromised at the point you're on record. So, and it's funny to watch YouTubers. Have to go about their business without ever speaking to that, like Noel Miller and Cody Co. That they, like those people, that they have to. They maintain their entire reputation, and they've gotten their entire empire based on their ability to speak to what's current and what's cool in the moment. But tragically, they are unable to speak. But it's like it doesn't matter. <laughs> tragically. It's not tragic. It's not tragic that they got famous. It's not tragic that somebody was a celebrity. It's nothing... It's not tragic. It's not tragic that you would be, like, subject to a label, really, that you would be something all the time. You would think that you always had to be this. That's not tragic. That's just... That just makes you a person. That just makes you limited. People are limited. You can't overcome every label. Like... Word of the wise. I don't know what that means. People just, um... <clears throat> things just get kind of folksy like the term news when everything that's news happens after the fact they're like news but it's because you have a term like news news is a it's folksier—is what allows people to hide behind it and portend that they're putting out new things is because there's something artificial about the term news where it's kind of folksy where it's like uh the papers are like have i gone over this before have i said this before no i don't think so let me think for a minute if i've said this before whatever it doesn't matter people are like ah the funnies that's what the news is but that allows news agencies to say that all their shit is new when everything they put out is old everything they put out isn't happening now it happened before isn't that interesting but they're just like these news agencies, when you think about it, that is, it is just up to somebody like you or me at the end of the day. That's like, oh, the, I guess this is a story, uh, uh, put this out for them. This is new. It's just like, if you or I decided at the end of the day, someone decides that it's just worse for them because they have to keep making money off of it. So then they have to make it more fantastical. But like, it is just somebody there in their news agencies like, oh, this is new. And because they're like, uh, try this, try. It's just somebody, it's people like trying shit. So they're like, try, this is new, whatever. But as long as they're able to sell you on that, their news agencies. They fucking win, obviously. Good job. Like, there's to rail against that forever. So I'm saying like, conservative radio show hosts, I think, The kinds of things with those kinds of people is that they often wouldn't just talk about their family, but I'm just making the point that they're railing against women often. I think their problem, like somebody like Rush Limbaugh, I think he's just angry at women, right? But that would go hand in hand with like, these kinds of people don't recognize their wife or something, like just their regular situation. And... (laughs) Like Rush Limbaugh, I feel like he's just angry at women. Because if you're angry, conservative, ah, all the time, whatever you're finding to be angry at, you're probably just angry at your your disjointed relationships with women. Or whatever. You need to let women more into your life, probably. There's probably just a lack of women in that person's life. There need to be more women in your life. There need to be more women in my life. I'm being serious. I'm letting you in. I'm ta- I'm tearing down the veil. You know, I'm breaking the fourth wall, I'm letting you in. The masterpiece behind the masterpiece behind the spoken word. Who knew? Like, but there's this mentality that's permeating the country where everybody has to make a documentary out of the normal shit that they did. Like I saw a promotional recently for somebody's making a documentary about the CBS crew with Ernie and Shaq and um and Charles Barkley. Somebody's making a documentary about this and so some promo came in front of me where they were giving a talking head to ernie where he was talking about how great the thing that he did was which is like that's a bad state of affairs if you got to that point in the world you're having that ernie guy dictate anything to you because clearly that guy is just a schmuck a beatnik a loser that somehow got the limelight But they can't, nobody can even criticize him because he has such thin skin. But, um, but we're, but we're all like, oh, we love you, Ernie. He's great. Like, he's the greatest, but he doesn't believe it in himself. He's trying to tell you that. He's trying to tell you that he doesn't deserve the spotlight and nobody lets him. Everyone's like trying to protect his, protect Ernie. I'm serious. Don't tell me that this doesn't play out. Don't tell me that these broadcasters, they're not like regular people. Same with the referees. Don't tell me that they don't show favoritism, and it, like it's not the case that comedians go to d- have cities that they like more than others. Bands have crowds they like more than others. Places are more receptive. You think re- you think the referees don't like uh, fan bases more than others? Don't get influenced by head coaches more than others? Some head coaches are more manipulative, you know. That they're like a referee would be scared of them. You think the you think the referees have the biggest ego on the court that they have so much control of the situation to always be unbiased in every situation? I just uh I just hate the referees, but you don't get to I'm just I'm I'm feeling backed into a corner talking about referees for no reason. I act as if you can't hate the referees in this country. You definitely can, but um <laughs> but it's like we have gotten to this level here where we're giving them an immunity. That's kind of revolting, right? We're like, um, we give them immunity and the broadcast does it. The broadcast does work in tandem with the referees to some extent, especially to, especially to give them good PR. It's just that whatever the referees are doing, it's always so lit, you know, referees are so lit is because they're always doing the best that they can. They're always making the right choices, They're always, they're doing, they made the right call when they made the right call. When they made a bad call, it's like, oh, there's, there's debate about things in the world, I guess. I don't know that we all know that things are known. Nobody necessarily knows things. So whenever a referee makes a mistake, uh, nobody knows things. But you know what we do know is when they're correct. And it's so funny when they fall down or when they get in the way. It's hilarious. They're just so lit all the time thank god for the referees these are the leaders in our society like they're definitely as unbiased as the broadcast crew would make them out to be and there's no relationship between the broadcast and the referees either and um no no relationship there whatsoever i'm sure like i i'm just saying you watch the march madness tournament when it comes to you this is a gift but there should be some ceremonial like let's bullshit the bullshitters that are bringing this to us you know I think that that's the way it should play out. Let's bullshit the CBS bullshitters for saying that they could bring it to us this way and package it to us this way and that we would like it because it's not CBS. It's not ESPN that makes the sport what it is. The sport was there before ESPN was. It's not the sport and it's not any fantasy that they could project over it that makes us interested in it. But they think that that's what it is. They think that they can speak to it more and more that there isn't something that people like about it, no matter what they think that uh, they're like worried about that. It's ending or something. So they have to, they have to talk a bigger game. They have to make it more a fantasy. They think that that, they think that their broadcasters need to be more enthusiastic and shit like that when it has nothing to do with the enthusiast, like it does have something to do with the enthusiasm. Like there's something to be said about that. Like the broadcaster is whatever I, I could go on about broadcasters for a while, but what's really important is um, a couple of things here in closing. A couple of things here in closing about the definition. Um, a couple of things here in closing. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Here we go. We're, this is a real this is a real jaunt to the end here. This is the end. A couple of things in closing. Um, couple of, These are important points about the course of my podcast I wanted to make. in closing, They're just like corrective of because we're ending things here, right? Um, we need to collect things. We need to gather our thoughts. Let's let's meditate. Let's think about where we were and where we've been. Think about the journey and the destinations, relationship to it, and shit like that. It's been. We need to collect and think about where we've been, so we can know where we're going. And so, um, in relation to what, but but whatever. I'm I'm fucking with I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with even the thing that I'm saying right now. I don't. I'm I. I criticize the things that I have to say at a given moment. Um, Like in closing, what's important is that they run this Pinocchio commercial, like um, this Pinocchio commercial on the CBS broadcast of March Madness, but just in advertising overall, they'll run a commercial with Pinocchio, like Geico's run one um, about Pinocchio, the idea of it. And um, they just trot this out every few years that there's like a Pinocchio commercial because people still watch it and don't say anything about it. And the point that I'm making is just that like, uh, the nation is more stupid than we are able to acknowledge that we would accept advertisements like this Pinocchio because it's like, why? what I'm saying is, why does this folklore keep working when we know the tale? When we know it, why do we keep going back to the... F- folklore of it as if the folklore is real in our lives where like we keep buying into it it's very mickey mouse we keep buying into it be- and they can keep putting that out there it's still like a relevant ad when they when geico came out with that pinocchio ad people liked it like people are still like oh the idea of his of his nose growing when he tells a lie and shit like that but the reason is because they can run that ad a room full of adults and a room full of adults will just sit there and take it and not comment a single thing about it they'll just accept they'll just accept that yeah the pinocchio thing and we do think it's funny this is to be promoted on a nationwide level but a room of adults will accept reality dictated to them through this idea that to the point that they allow useless folklore that we should have put behind us to the point that we allow we just keep allowing childish shit back into our lives because because of the need to think that fantasy is real you know because like because it's childish to be like well you could be anything but that's the whole old age versus youth old age is always trying to say that youth is lame and that's the con that old age pulls is that they're also telling youth that youth is lame because it's not, like, it's not like people who are older don't understand what they see in youth. They just hate it because they aren't that anymore. There's a lot of jealousy. This is what causes Britney mania. But um, So that's one point I wanted to make. Another point is that the shocking thing I saw today is Ethan Klein and Trisha Paytas on uh, the Frenemies podcast. Which is like, it's a cultural wonder, right? This is a gem that they made this thing, which is probably why they get into it. But what's shocking that I saw is um, this new video that they put out, or like probably their most recent episode, where Ethan is showing Trisha the video that he has on YouTube that's most popular, which is like him um, pretending to take on a vaping lifestyle and just roasting vaping people and shitting on them like he made a video he made a really his most popular video is this him taking on the character of somebody who vapes and uh trisha paytas has nothing to do with it she just she is not she's not even intersect herself with that to the point that she doesn't understand that it's a joke is she she's like oh i don't get it and it's and she's like, oh, I." she says like, oh, you're kind of just one giant meme, which is exactly the truth. Uh, shockingly, like that's because um, I feel like Ethan Klein, he's been asking for his own demise is probably why peripherally there's people popularly that keep trying to take him down is maybe because he puts out a certain mentality that it's like he's wishing to be canceled, but it's kind of like he's always in the conversation of being canceled, but um, what could actually cancel him is like somebody like Trisha Paytas saying you're a giant meme, which is actually the case, because you're a giant meme is why you make you allow Trisha Paytas the cancer of that into your your thing. You allow Trisha Paytas in. You want to die. You want to allow things that undo you into your life for some reason. And okay, so that's the second point. And then finally, in closing, <laughs> um, my last advice to you is. Uh, just like, have a good diet, exercise, drink water and sleep, mostly. Sleep and drink water, whatever, should be good for you. This is the advice that I could tell you is probably good for you. Stay subscribed. I'll pick back up with a new title in the future. You can follow me on Twitter. The link will be in the description.